0: Welcome back. Hello. But I'm super excited. It's Halloween because it's one of my favorite holidays.
1: Yeah. So I have two Halloween costumes that I wanna use soon. It's Halloween. Halloween. Let's celebrate. Back to business. So as I mentioned in well, I've been kind of we've been kind of building up to this for two episodes now because the last was a two parter. Um I've got a game I want to play some winter. Okay, and right, I'm I'm going to invite you, Nick. I, I'm sort of I'm putting the the group together in my mind of like who do I want to play this. Um, All right, interesting. So, like my my wife Formette's not going to be one of them because it it's not going to be her cup of tea. Um, I've got I'm... Um, I'm going to invite you. Uh, I'll let you decide if this would be Cat's cup of tea. Uh, I've talked to a couple of coworkers, So I've got a, a decent-sized group for this. Um, is this what this book is? The, this Part book of? is related to to that, because this is going to do me an event. This is going to be an all-day affair. Ooh. I'm going to try and condense an entire campaign into one mega-session.
0: All right, so I'll be bringing in my
1: coffee and my energy drinks that day. <laughs> Let's just try to keep it to coffee, um, because the this whole session, and the whole reason why I want to do this as a one-shot, is because of atmosphere, and I've been slowly building the plans for this for, like, three years now. Oh, wow. Like... Before I moved into this house I had the beginnings of this idea And then I moved into this house And then it started taking shape And I've lived here like four years now Yeah Well, this sounds very exciting Can
0: you tell me more? Yes,
1: I'm, I'm about to tell you more So, um Something that I'm, I'm sure you know, Nick But uh, our viewers don't This house that, you know, we're, we're shooting this in um, It's almost 100 years old uh, I'll be a hundred and twenty twenty three. And downstairs, y- you know this that we've got a formal dining room. Mm-hmm. and then there's an opening that really clearly at some point had French doors, but doesn't anymore,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is kind of a shame, but it is what it is. And then we've got our living room. And on the far side of the living room we have a fireplace and in our formal dining room we've got a sideboard and uh like we have a really proper old style house yeah no absolutely definitely impressed upon me in the first couple of times i came <laughs> um, so part of the reason why this is going to be done in winter is length of day so like this is gonna be done near the solstice. Okay. All right. Um. We start at like eight or nine in the morning. So like probably fairly close to dawn. Which, as you know, since we are like three miles south of the forty fifth parallel, like quite literally, when I when I take my do- one of my dogs to the groomers, I pass the forty fifth parallel. Mm-hmm. It get, days get pretty short
0: Yeah
1: uh, Dawn can come at 8 something in the morning And Yeah night starts rolling in Like before 5 Sun sets at like is four, 4 something 5 o'clock But uh, with how Overcast it can be It can start getting dark at like 2 You can start putting on your lights In your house at like 2pm Because it's getting dark already It sucks. (laughs) It's super depressing. Which is why, as we mentioned in the first episode, vitamin D is a thing for Oriconians. It super sucks
0: for someone with a lifelong (laughs) like low-grade depression, which you take medication for, on top of not
1: enough light and vitamin D, on top of the gloominess. Seasonally effective depression is a really... Big thing in Oregon. Yeah. Um, as you, as I'm sure you're aware, seasonally effective depression is big, big issue in Oregon. Almost everybody yeah. gets it. Yeah. Do you know anybody that's ever been prescribed
0: the the lights, the light therapy? Have
1: well, I mean, there's one right over well, there. Yeah, there's that. That's what is that's that what from. That's oh. Okay. Um, Where Matt was, uh, I got that. Like medically um, Years ago okay, And I use it almost every single day Um, Right on Yeah But yeah that's where our light is coming from It's a light box We're we're actually getting bathed in UV rays How resourceful we are (laughs) So efficient Getting our light and getting some good uh, Brightness for our videos And making sure that everything doesn't look yellow Yeah That's good nobody likes that I've got this big, awesome light set with Edison bulbs that I'm going to put in this office at some point, but I haven't yet. So I have lights from, I think they're from, like, the 60s. Nice. It's not broke, don't fix it. Except it's terrible. (laughs) Anyway, so... um, this is going to use a game system called Colonial Gothic. Okay. Which is a system So one of the big things with D&D and most fantasy that we're exposed to is it's European. And there are places other than Europe that have their folklore and their fantasy. I know it's crazy, but it happens. Oh, in my mind right now. Are you, what are you talking about? (laughs) So this system is based off of American folklore. Um, Both native folklore and it brings in, like, Lovecraft, Poe. Oh, what's her name? Emily something or other. She was one of the first gothic authors. I should know this. I feel really, really bad that I'm able to, off the top of my head, name some male American <laughs> gothic and horror authors, and I get to the Travis. woman who's one of the best, and... Wayworn worm, you sexist piece of shit. <laughs> At least I remember and give her credit for being one of the first That's right. gothic artists... Uh, gothic art- authors? Holy shit. <laughs> Um. Maybe I'll redeem myself in the in the next episode and be like, "Hey, remember it's th- yeah, yeah." We'll 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 get those names to you. Don't you worry. Um. And it takes place in colonial America. Uh, it has two main settings of the French and Indian War or as the rest of the world knows them, the Seven Years' War. Okay. And the Revolutionary War. Nice. And um, it's got this really fun horror campaign that I want to run. And so here's why I described my house earlier. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to provide food, out of this book it is the City tavern cookbook um, If you guys are ever in Philadelphia go to the city tavern. Uh, what I learned when' met and I went to go there at my insistence is you need reservations if you actually want to go to the restaurant part of it but you oh, don't okay. need restaurant you don't need reservations for the bar
0: okay uh,
1: the city tavern is a place that a lot of the Founding Fathers went to uh, to hang out after the day's meeting in the Second Continental Congress. <clears throat> and so yeah, the City Tavern, it's been opened since I think 17 something or other. Here, it probably says in my cookbook, let me check. There you go. that's impressive. And it is still open to this day. so is this... a big book. There must be a lot of
0: good <laughs> stuff in there.
1: Let's see. How many pages does it have? The index ends on page 392. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> who knew there was so much to offer back then? I mean, the people who lived then? <laughs> I guess. So this is the City Tavern Cookbook, Recipes from the Birthplace of American Cuisine by Walter... Stabe with Peter Bauer Forward by Pulitzer Prize winning author David McCulloch um, But it has just a whole Bunch of colonial American recipes Like let me open to a random page So this is for their chocolate mousse cake What do you think Of that picture Nick? Uh, looks really tasty For
0: and the audience
1: Yes. What is on top there? Um, let's see, what does it garnet, what is it garnished with? Um, candied flowers or chopped nuts for garnish, which are optional. Although, those look like they're some, uh, currants. Mm, yum. There's just hundreds of pages of recipes. I love it. I love salmon. Salmon is one of my favorites, so.
0: So. I don't know if that's going to be at this event or not, but. You got
1: one person that likes it if you like it. <laughs> no, I'm not a fish guy. Gotcha. But I might make some you know fish for favorite. for some people. Um So I'm going to be serving colonial American food for the whole day. Awesome. And I actually have a um drink book called Steam Drunks that is full of Victorian recipes. And if I start making a batch of mead, um, like, within a week of recording this, it will probably be ready. (laughs) Have you ever made it before? I made a half-gallon recipe once, but I have all... I have carboys in my basement. I have everything I need to make six gallons. I even have the honey. It takes eighteen pounds of honey to make six gallons of mead. Damn,
0: that seems like a lot of honey. <laughs> I mean, it seems like I mean it's going to take a lot of honey, but
1: I don't think I've ever seen that much honey at once. That's like three gallons. Yeah. Twenty-four pounds is five gallons of honey. See, I would just get distracted by the honey, and I'd <laughs> go like Winnie the Pooh on it. <laughs> uh, fun thing about the honey—it's actually bought. Um, Like a mile from your house Yeah Uh, Just right outside of town there's a uh, bee farm Mm -hmm. And it's uh, Blackberry honey from them Awesome Later I'll tell you about that Um, The five of us need to go I'll have drinks Both alcoholic and non um, From The rough time period Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll have food Uh, I will place candles both on the table and the breadboard. And there'll be a fire going on the other side of the house. Oh, Your fireplace is a functional fireplace. It is a functional
0: fireplace. That's cool, because ours is definitely not.
1: I mean, apparently we need to tear down the whole chimney and have it rebuilt from the floor up, but it's a functional fireplace. We have a chimney. It Mostly works. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be really fun. Um, yeah, and it, it's good. So as the game go, as that this campaign goes on, the horror builds, and I think it would go really well with then it the light going out and uh, just like finishing the game by candlelight. By candlelight. And. You know, on the other side of the house, where you can see but can't feel, is this fire that's nice and cozy, and you know the hope that that it represents, and you won't have. Mm. I just make this atmospheric as shit. Yeah. And um, that sounds awesome. Like a week or two ago, I bought a bunch of. Um, wax melts, scented wax melts off of I think it was an Etsy store uh, that are RPG themed Mm. and they will have arrived by the time of this game Mm. and there's one in particular that I think I would uh, have okay, awesome Um, is
0: there any prep work that players need to do
1: um I would probably the the prep work that I would give out is probably just like here's a, a quick start rule guide and let's meet like a week or two before and make the characters. Mm-hmm. So the day of we can sit down and do it. Perfect. Um and you'd actually be running two characters. Um, In two different time periods that we flip back and forth between. Because it deals with the uh, Popham colony, which is the first colony in America. It failed. Oh, interesting. I do not know that history at all. Yeah, Popham is in Maine, and it was settled about a year before Roanoke. Okay. And Roanoke also failed.
0: I don't know anything about Roanoke other than it was a s- the theme for a, s- a season of uh, American Horror Story.
1: Uh, Roanoke, basically, the guy founding the, the colony needed to uh, go back to England to get supplies because they desperately needed them. And because of a war, he was delayed, so it took him almost four years to get back. Oh, Jesus. And by the time he got back, the entire colony was abandoned. And the only word, there was one word scrawled, and it said, uh, I think it's pronounced Croatoan. um, Name of a local tribe. And he went back to England and was like, I don't know what happened. I was like, no, the natives know what happened, they have stories about it, everyone knows what happened. The colonists got fed up and joined a local village.
0: Mm.
1: Like, the mystery of Roanoke Island is a mystery only to white folks.
0: (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Well, those white folk. (laughs) What are you going to do? So, yeah, this game... um, So, one set of characters... Uh, live in the Popham Colony as shit starts going down and the colony is eventually abandoned. Mm. And the other live in 1776. And for reasons that I won't get into, for spoiler parts, they actually go to the uh, remains of the Popham Colony. Right. and um some lovecraftian shit comes out and by lovecraftian shit i mean his horror not his super racism <laughs> cuz he's super racist even for his day mm-hmm. yeah um that's something we americans have to deal with almost all of the awesome figures from our past or Also happened to be super racist
0: Yeah you really have to struggle to find People that weren't super racist
1: Frederick Douglass I don't think he was super racist
0: I don't know much about him either My history's not good
1: He's a black guy That's why he wasn't super racist Well, (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's good Because yeah If I remember right he was also a slave Um and unlike what our president says, there's nobody alive today who ever met him
0: <laughs> well, i mean maybe maybe Trump met him in a in a previous life, and he was he was recollecting i don't know he's fucking crazy
1: wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if if he, it would I actually surprise something. me if he if he believed in reincarnation. Uh, that doesn't seem like something that he'd be into, but... I don't know. I'd rather talk about real pumpkins right on. than fake pumpkins. Yes, me too. Um, so yeah, how do you like the sound of, of that game?
0: Um, I'm excited. Yeah? I think um, it sounds like it could be very spooky and fun. And I love horror. Yeah. Um, I love to watch campy, from campy to thrilling horror, all of it. So, um, anything that gets the spine tingling a little bit, I'm into it. So.
1: Have you seen the new It film? I've not seen Chapter 2. I have. It's... I would say it's an action film that has horror elements in it, rather than the straight-up horror film that the first one was. Mm-hmm. Like, the first one, I would say, was straight-up a horror movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember it.
1: Um... I haven't seen the, the Tim Curry one from the early 90s, but I'm, I'm... Dude, that movie was so fucking scary when you were a little kid. The original...
0: It movie. I actually I've,
1: have the book right in my closet there. I read the book last year for the first time ever. And it's long as fuck, but it's it good. It is. And there's that scene that has not been put in any adaption of the film. Nor should it be, because it's <laughs> fucking
0: <laughs> disturbing
1: as a way of seeing it. I mean, I get what Stephen King was thinking when he wrote that scene, because he's talked about it, and it's like, I get where you're going. I'm glad you recognize that you did that really poorly, primarily due to the ages involved.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing, like, in the book, they're they're y- way younger than what the movie portrayed them as, from what I remember. And yeah, yeah. So, anyway, for those that hadn't had the pleasure of knowing about or reading that book...
1: Um, yeah there's a little little gross
0: stuff Going on there Yeah
1: A little bit A little bit Um Yeah I saw the The second movie It was good Um yes. There There are two actors who, who really stand out In that film Um Bill Hader's One of them mm-hmm. He just I'm a fan of his It I, I think this is one of his best performances. Nice. Um, he plays a comedian. It, but he plays it like... Okay, I'm a comedian, but I'm not at one of my shows right now. Does he play Stan? Um, Do you remember? I don't remember. He's the one... He's the one who in the first one said, let's go kill this fucking clown.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that, yeah. Stan is the name of Yeah,
1: la Last name uh, with T, because they call him Trash Mouth. That's his comic name.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's him. Right on. And there, there's some queer baiting with that character. Oh. Interesting. Actually, yeah. you know what? I'm not sure that it's Stan.
0: Don't get on my case if I got that wrong.
1: <laughs> it's Trash Mouth. I don't Trash remember Mouth. his first name. Oh
0: no, that's not Stan. Trash Mouth. It's not Stan. Stan is like the, uh, the quiet sort of reserved kid. Yeah,
1: he's, he, yep. Um, it's not Eddie. No, Eddie is the kid. The hypochondriac. Yeah. Anyway. Not a big deal. Uh, you should watch it. It's good. Um, I'll definitely see it. James McAvery does a good job in the role. Um, James McAvoy. Is that his name? He, play, he plays he Charles. X X. Yeah. Charles Xavier. I like him too. But He does really good in this film. Nice. Um, and then... I mean, Pennywise is played by a Skarsgård. And that whole family is just amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I thought he, at least in the first one, did a good job of being...
1: But yeah, coming back to the game... Um, so, we'd definitely start early in the morning, and we'd probably go till fairly late at night. Yeah. Um, do you think that's something that Kat would like?
0: I'm sure she would, yeah. She loves... I mean, we, we've we done... We actually did a murder mystery party one time at our house. Nice. She's done some of those in the past, but uh, I think it'd be right up her alley. Yeah. She's all about the ambiance and the... Yeah, in the fun of it, so
1: just we'd have to we'd have to do something to make sure that uh, your son and Romper Stomper, because I'm sure I'm gonna invite uh, those two, your Meg and Jenna. Um, we're gonna have to find some way to make sure that they don't ruin the ambiance while still having a good time, because you know we're good parents and good friends of. People with kids Yeah I imagine we would We would See if we could get
0: Childcare Because That'd be a long day For those kids
1: Yeah Maybe too long Yeah I would think so Well Anyway Either way That's gonna be fun When it happens Um, Sounds like it Do you have any more Questions about it? Um So is
0: it is it like is it gonna be
1: very similar to D and D? Is it like basically a D and D homebrew? It's similar enough that it'd be fairly easy for you to get the hang of it, but it yeah. is a different system. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm pretty open minded, so I'm willing to Yeah, it's it's a really fun game. To try. Yeah. Um one of the fun things with the game is the one of the most powerful weapons is a musket, right? It does like three D twelve damage. Mm. And you can fire it every other round. Oh. Because to reload it it takes an entire round. Well that that tracks, I think. <laughs> That might even be generous. (laughs) Yeah, with six-second rounds, that's about normal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never loaded a musket. I have. Have you? Yes. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween.
0: Such a a heartfelt,
1: (laughs) good feeling, good
0: vibe, a way to end this episode.
1: Well, I might edit out some of our tangents. (laughs) Yeah. We, we do have a link that we're shooting for. I don't, That's I, true. Well, at least we'll have plenty of content to choose from. Right? Yeah, I mean, we've been at this for almost two and a half hours for four episodes. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> edit that out. I might just keep that in. I keep this whole <laughs> edit that out, now I'll keep it in bit.
0: You know, I can play a character that's like super... I think I can play a really good douchebag. Probably. Yeah. Because I used to be a really big.
1: <laughs> didn't we all Yes. Well. It's a minor miracle that given our ages and our other demographic information mm-hmm. that we didn't end up as part of what's now being called the alt right. Dude, I have I have a neighbor kid, so there's a family that lives across mm-hmm. the street from
0: us. And this kid, he must be a high schooler. Um, and he's, there's a couple kids that live there, I think. Um, but he has a Make America Great Again hat that sits on his dashboard of his car. <coughs> and he has a, a, sticker, a, a, a sticker on his water bottle. It's the Republican elephant that says Oregon on it. And awesome. I kinda like, just to troll a little bit, like, once we get closer to the election, I just wanna post a huge sign in my front yard that says, Fuck Trump <laughs> <laughs> Just to mess with him. And I have a Bernie sticker on my car and I'm sure yep. he's seen that, so it's just yeah. It'd be interesting to talk to him and be like and he's in high school like, dude,
1: what went wrong? <laughs> Why where did wrong? you go wrong? Figure this out. Well, one of these episodes we are specifically gonna talk about Bernie because you and I disagree on Bernie. Which I didn't realize until you mentioned
0: that last time, so that'll be super interesting.
1: We uh I'm not a Bernie fan. Yeah, I don't know why. I have reasons.
0: We'll get into them. (laughs) I just won't like any of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't expect us to agree on that that conversation, but um we're friends, we can disagree. Neither of us think that, um. See, I think there are definitely political points you can disagree on and still be friends, and there are political points you can disagree on and not be able to be friends. Agreed. And it pretty much falls around does the person think that human beings deserve basic rights? If you fundamentally disagree on that. I'm going to fundamentally not be your friend. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Well, because you don't believe... <laughs> you believe that all humans should have basic rights. But yeah, I'm, I don't don't... I'm not going to tolerate people who are just... Oh, I'm sorry. I confused what
0: you just said. <laughs> yes, we agree. We're on the same page. <laughs> I thought you were saying Bernie doesn't believe that. And I was going to be like, what? Never mind.
1: Uh, yeah. I have some issues with some of his beliefs, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Next episode, which it's actually going to be our next recording session because we're we're done after this, is going to be probably going to go with Bresk, uh, where the Hag lives. Bres. Bres, like half the towns end in, in K. I don't remember which ones no, do they, or don't. Yeah, they begin with a, k- a silent K. There's some Z's, there's a lot of E's. I mean, it, it's clearly based on the Transylvania area. For sure. Castrad is clearly based off of Vlad the Impaler, hmm. which Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, he's not from Transylvania. He's from Walluchia.
0: Where's Walluchia?
1: Right next to Transylvania. Um, well, is part of modern-day, um, Bulgaria. Hmm. I, I knew that there was some shenanigans about the backstory, but, you know. Maybe we can get into that sometime. We'll do, we'll, maybe there'll be our next year's Halloween episode. Yes. That'd be great. Can go into, like,
0: gothic horror backstories.
1: Yeah, because Bram Stoker didn't really know what he was talking about when he wrote Dracula. And it's really, really clear that he knew some, but not a lot. Because mm. he would have included it in his book if he had known more. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, so happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Hope you're having a good Halloween. Um, I hope you get not- plenty of candy, whether you're trick-or-treating or you're passing out candy and buy some for yourself. Mm. Because that's what I do every year
0: I just want to go back to Disneyland for Halloween It's great if you've never been there for Halloween I have
1: not I've only been to Disneyland once mm. I know
0: it's not for everybody It seems like You're either like
1: a Disney person Or you're just kind of like eh, Whatever One of these days The whole group of us Should actually go and spend like a week at Disney World That's on our list For sure we've never been to Disney World. Uh, being from Michigan, I that Florida is where my family vacations. I've been to Disney maybe a dozen times. Mm. Disney World, been to Disneyland once. Um, there's a whole bunch of parks. Um yeah. I know it's like it pales.
0: Disneyland pales in comparison to how much there is at Disney World. Disneyland is older. Yeah. But It's kind of like the classic Like You know this is kind of where things started and then Disney There was World's only like,
1: so much space In yeah. the Disney world He was just like Let me buy a swamp
0: Yeah We're gonna build an entire s- Basically s- Like Functional city <laughs> That's all Disney so,
1: City celebration Florida it's it Disney it, It's essentially a company town Mm-hmm um, and Celebration bleeds into Kissimmee, uh, which is one of the southern suburbs of Orlando.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, my family's, uh, my family has a timeshare right at the border of, uh, Celebration and Kissimmee. And, nice. like, it's really easy to get, especially to Animal Kingdom from there. See, so I'd, I'd love to go to Animal Kingdom, So we've never done that. Animal Kingdom is one of those places where you're there for like a day, mm-hmm. and you've you never have to go again. Nice. Although now they've built the whole Avatar part, and it wasn't there the last time I went. Um. We'll mostly cut out this Disney stuff, but yeah, we'll keep a little bit in. Why not? Um. <clears throat> so, okay. Everybody, thank you so much for watching our Halloween episode. Yes, thank this you very much. Very tangenting episode, but I think that's going to be our thing. I think we're gonna, have, I think we're gonna tangent every episode. I don't think there's any stuff in that. <laughs> um, if you're watching this on YouTube, do the YouTube things: like, comment, subscribe, share. Um, Hit that like. As Dale Kingsmill says, uh, email this to your grandma, Well, maybe not this episode. <laughs> depends on the grandma right? <laughs> um, if you're listening to this on podcast that's awesome if you want to listen to it on podcast and you're currently watching on YouTube um, in the description will be where you can find us on podcast form uh, by next episode hopefully or the episode after the either this next recording session or the one after we'll have figured out where where we're gonna where be it's recording. Gonna be. Yeah. Are uh, where we're putting it up? Um, we have a Patreon. We do. Two more white guys with beards. Two more white dudes It's dudes, not guys. Two more oh, white dudes. dudes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Scratch that. Two more white dudes with beards. With
1: beards. It's uh in the you know we've got links to that in the description. We could call this two more white dudes with chin beards because we both have chin beards right now. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and then we we've got I think we've got some fun perks for our patrons and we've got tiers going from one dollar all the way up to sixty. Mhm. Yes. Different uh different levels offer some different perks. Of uh, course. We have a, a patron only Discord uh, that we hope to see some people in soon.
0: Yes Is that also two more white dudes with beards? Do we have a name for the Discord? Um
1: <clears throat> It is named that But uh wh- If you join Patreon at a level high enough You'll be automatically
0: Okay it'll just show up Yeah later.
1: Although I think you do have to have your Discord Um Attached to your Patreon account For it to be able to do that Okay um, there, there is a bot that uh, Patreon has in this Discord. Oh. Because I, I just made it like a night or two ago, and I haven't invited you to it yet. But uh, yeah, and Patreon manages our patrons. Uh, They're being able to be there or not. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, so one of my... one, I really like the top two tiers because they... So at $20 a month, you can send us ideas for episodes, and we'll decide what we think about that. At $60 a month, you can submit one idea that we will make an episode on. Although, we do reserve last right to refuse if it's just something that, that crosses a line with us. Yeah, don't be dicks. Don't be dicks. And we will see you next week. Yep, see you then.